morning, Goldale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here, on another wise sort of Wednesday for Torture Report 504, Hamilton 68 and unconventional warfare. Friends, today we're going to be taking a closer look at the tools and the methods being used to warp the very fabric of reality. But before I get into that, let me just say this. I got my report back from uh, Spotify on on the year's growth. 360% increase in audience over the year. Now the Torch Report is proudly being streamed in eight different countries all around the globe. So thank you, thank you for listening, for joining, and for sharing the Torch Report far and wide. That said, let's uh, let's just go ahead and jump in here. Uh, kind of tagging on to yesterday's report, the Five Fronts of Freedom report, where we examined the patriotic uprisings all around the world in order to extract a better understanding of the multifaceted assault on humanity. And from that, uh, that's that, you know, taking, taking that all into consideration, was able to form a, a list of five things. I think that everybody everywhere is fighting against. I've kind of simplified that list here today, a list of battles that must be fought first. We must fight back against government overreach. Second, we must fight and able to be able to feed ourselves. Third, we must fight back against violent foreign intruders. Fourth, we must fight back uh, to regain the reins of representative government. And fifth, we must fight back for freedom and for the great American traditions. And at the start, I just want to point out here, if we lose on any of those fronts, then the globalists will win. And that's as true for us as it is for the Dutch farmers, as it is for the Canadian truckers, as it is for the Brazilians protesting the socialist coup and on and on. So we also need to remember these patriots all around the pe- uh, all around the world, these people who love their own countries, who love their own cultural traditions, they're fighting alongside us, fighting against these same angles of assault from the global cabal. Thus, we should take heart in knowing that the human spirit and the spirit of liberty is very much alive and well, and it is about to make a comeback. That is my optimistic prediction of the day. So today... I want to achieve two things here. First, I want to provide some very specific examples of each of these fronts. And then second, I want to outline some practical strategies for moving forward. So we'll see if we can kind of pull it all together in that way. Uh, And in order to do that, to achieve these aims, we're going to have to set aside the political circus, such as the fourth GOP debate tonight, uh, such as Liz Cheney's third party run, all of that kind of stuff. We're going to have to sidestep the liberal hypocrisy like, uh, you know, Democrats labeling Texas and Florida as deplorable states, for example. And, uh, of course, today, for just today, we're going to have to let rest the reports of global emissions that are said to be killing the polar bears and pushing us past the planetary tipping point. We'll circle back to those things a little bit later in the week, but I don't want to get hung up on that, nor do I want to get hung up on the fact that the U.S. debt has now gone parabolic. It is now officially spiraling out of control, 
The canary just died, according to some very astute financial analysis analysts, I should say. And uh, that, of course, the labor market is cratering right now. All the data that is coming in is pointing toward blood bathery, <laughs> to quote one analyst. Uh, and despite all of this, uh, comes as no surprise, of course, but the liberal rags like the Washington Post and stalwart stooges like Gavin Effie Newsom continue to fleece the useful idiots with meaning with the meaningless mantra, Biden's economy is booming. Biden's economy is booming. You know, it's uh, it, the detachment from reality is just <laughs> shocking. So, uh, but if you believe that the Biden's Biden's economy is booming, if you buy that, I'll throw the golden gate in free friends. If you know somebody that believes Biden's economy is booming, send them to talk to me. Uh, now what should be perfectly clear here, uh, as we just kind of set this cursory casting aside, you know, set it aside. Many people, are living in alternate realities. That should be clear. And it's not by accident. This is the result of intentional divisions being sown in order to divide and conquer the country, ultimately to divide and conquer us all, to divide and conquer humanity. And this is, if you're unfamiliar, this is the hallmark of psychological warfare or unconventional warfare to use the uh, the modern military jargon here. So I want to quote a little bit from the United States Army Special Operation Command, uh, their manual on unconventional warfare. And they say in a nut, you know, in a nutshell, this is what convention unconventional warfare looks like. Quote, this whole-of-government approach must bring focused capabilities to bear by employing diplomatic, informational, economic, financial, and legal instruments optimized for hybrid and irregular warfare, period, end quote. Now, if you're reading along, you'll notice I emphasize the whole of government and the informational aspects of that. Hey, friends, by the way, if you're listening on a podcast platform such as Spotify, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com to to follow along, to get the links, uh, to see the occasional screenshot of your favorite fuzzy peasant. But here, we're reading from the U.S. Army Special Operations Command. They say the whole-of-government informational approach to hybrid and irregular warfare. And focusing on the informational aspect of this whole-of-government approach uh, to unconventional warfare, I think it's critical that we understand that even though these tactics were originally developed for deployment against foreign adversaries, right? I mean, I mean, the special operations manual is talking about, you know, foreign adversaries coming in and conquering a country and how we can defend our allies and partner nations and all of that kind of stuff, let alone our own nation. So it's, it's written as if we need this whole of government approach to, to fight back against adversaries. But what's critical to understand is that the exceptionally shady Smith-Mund Modernization Act, it was passed December 28th, 2012, under, under Obama. The Smith-Mund Modernization Act, that's kind of a mouthful, said that 10 times fast, the Smith-Mund Modernization Act. Uh, I put the link in there, you can check it out. But this act, this exceptionally shady Modernization Act, explicitly authorizes the use of so-called apple pie propaganda against we, the American people. And now, of course, when Obama 
signed off on the Smith-Mund Modernization Act back in 2012, right at the holidays when nobody was paying attention, uh, the peasants were none the wiser. Nobody realized the government's uh, whole-of-government approach to informational warfare, unconventional warfare, was now going to be turned against us. So when it comes to government overreach, of, of the endless examples of government overreach that exist, I believe, you know, for me, it's difficult to imagine there being a greater intrusion into our lives than the government using taxpayer dollars for the sake of public programming. Now, public programming should not be misconstrued as merely more hours of PBS, okay? We're not just talking a little more Sesame Street. Public programming needs to be understood in the technical sense, like technical programming, like computer programming. This is how... Through the Smith Modernization Act, Smith Mun Modernization Act, the turning of propaganda, the propagandizing of the American people, this is how they intentionally program the public. They intentionally rewire the American public psyche. And when we consider the fundamental transformation of American perspectives in the years since 2012, so in the last 10 years, think about how much has changed. How much has changed since Obama was in office? This fundamental, we're a few days from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. Well, hell yeah! You're propagandizing the hell out of the peasants, you know? And so, yes, Americans' perspectives are unbelievably warped thanks to this unconventional warfare. And this, you know, this authorized propagandizing of the public, friends, it has had an immeasurable impact. It's, it's phenomenal. It's unbelievable. And... When we add to this gross abuse of power, the current, you know, all the information coming out, current censor industrial, censorship industrial complex, all this stuff coming out about how the government is colluding with big tech, Twitter, Google, et al., all of them, they're working together to some censor public discourse all together. Friends, this has taken public manipulation up another exponent exponential degree. It's, it's really systematically targeting and removing dissenting information via the use of weaponized AI while simultaneously, you know, reprogramming the public psyche with scientific grade propaganda, military grade propaganda. And this is uh, basically given, you know, this whole of government approach, it's, it's nearly monopolized public perception. And the drastically damaging effects, I believe, are on full display for the world to see. I mean, people can only get so much cerebral whiplash. There can only be so much cognitive dissonance before people begin to break down. I think that really uh, is beginning to manifest in the significant mental health crises that people uh, seem to be buzzing about these days. But of course... Thanks to these government efforts, this whole of government approach to mind melting the masses, most people don't see that it's even happening. So when it, when it comes to fighting on all the different fronts, when it comes to fighting for the ability to feed ourselves, for example, fighting against violent foreign intruders, fighting against rigged elections, fighting for American traditions, fighting to defend the blessings of liberty for future generations, uh, central to all of this is the fact that the government is manipulating the public mindset. Central to every strategy, we must take into account this gross manipulation via the government propagandizing of the public. 
you know, think about, for example, to give you a specific example, the public is being convinced that eating meat is destroying the planet. And therefore, we must eat the bugs, own nothing, and be happy. Don't worry, eat bugs and be happy. If it were not for the government propaganda being deployed at the global level, do you think anyone would ever believe that? Ever? Uh, you know, cow flatulence is destroying the planet. Really? How stupid do you have to be? Well, or more accurate, how brainwashed do you have to be to believe that? Now, similarly, the public is being conditioned to accept illegal immigration as if it's a human right. We must welcome with open arms millions upon millions of military-age males. We must accept the cartel henchmen, welcome the human traffickers. Come on in, you foreign subversives, and never mind those potential terrorists, you know, many of whom are already terrorizing American citizens. They're just coming because they're trying to live the American dream, and we're supposed to accept this crap as if it's normal, as if it's the right thing to do. Now we even have Democrat lawmakers out there proposing, Dick Durbin, he's proposing that these illegal aliens be enlisted for military service, which raises the question, well, who the hell do you think they might be fighting for? Now, that way they can earn the right to vote, right? I mean, once they've fought for their country, ostensibly, then they would have the right to vote. But who would they be voting for? And he's promoting all of this as if somehow this idiocy is a good idea. And again, without the relentless government propaganda, would anyone believe that? I really don't think that anyone in their right mind would believe that having millions of illegal immigrants coming in, uh, you know, ignoring the rule of law, ransacking our nation, shuttling drugs and humans and, you know, many of them foreign terrorists and all that kind of stuff. I don't think anybody would believe that. By the way. Did you catch uh, that over 10,000, 10,000 illegal aliens have flooded across the southern border just in the last 24 hours, just to keep it real pertinent and, and, and you know, pressing and in the moment, you know? Uh, in the last 24 hours, there have been 10,000 illegal aliens flooding across the border, and a huge percentage of these criminals were, and I quote, smartly dressed military-aged men from China. Hello? Hello? You know what? I mean, uh, anyway, friends, I don't know. You know, do you, uh, by the way, do you know how many states already allow these so-called non-citizens to vote? You know, getting back to this is going to affect our elections. If you were to take a look at it, I did put the link in the report there. Friends, the answer may shock you. But in the fight for election integrity. We're not just fighting back against smartly dressed military-aged men from China, uh, 10,000 illegal aliens flooding across the border with their hand out, getting free critical grave entitlements and the right to vote. Uh, if we want to fight to preserve representative government and fight for election integrity, it's absolutely essential. If we want to have any legitimate form of representative government, we, government, we must have election integrity. I think still... The greater threat than all these illegal aliens is that we find ourselves stymied by the same gross government intrusion into public discourse. They are actively convincing, i.e. propagandizing the public to accept this crap. And thanks to the sophisticated techniques of unconventional psychological informational warfare, it's working. Ah, furthermore, friends... Uh, given that the deep state has effectively used these methods to directly interfere with the last several elections, 
And because they've gotten away with this direct interference, there's really no reason to expect they're not going to just do it again. So when it comes to defending the country that we love, when it comes to defending the United States of America, our customs, our culture, our constitutions, our, our, our traditions and our way of life, We need to have a very sober take on what we're really up against here. This is not a conventional war. Uh, Matter of fact, there's some headlines out here I want to pull in uh, to kind of further the discussion. Out today, I saw a couple headlines, a few headlines. One was Pentagon. The Pentagon has investigated dozens of extremism cases within its ranks. Another one, the FBI chief says a lapse in U.S. warrantless surveillance power would be damaging to the deep state. Uh, And then the third one, CISA, CIA, and the CTI, the Hamilton 68 propaganda war against U.S. citizens. Now, I want to keep in mind here that we're way past the Twitter files, way past the Google leaks, both of which documented... Gross government interference in the 2020 election. So I just, I mean, that is a given in my mind at this point. So at this point, having the Pentagon investigating extremism within the ranks. Now, it's not the the run-of-the-mill radical jihadist kind of extremism within the ranks, but, you know, it's, it's the white supremacists wanting to overthrow the government kind of extremism within the ranks. I think that just utterly reeks of a military purge. That's my personal opinion. And then watching the FBI demand more more authority for warrantless surveillance, specifically this is the same FISA authorizations that they use to spy on the Trump campaign. This to me indicates that they have no remorse and have no intentions to curb their tyranny against we the American people. And it goes without saying that none of this bodes well for the upcoming elections. But as bad as all of that is, Friends, the Hamilton 68 revelations take the cake. Uh, There's a lot. It's a report out by Matt Taibbi. There's several segments of the report. There's a lot there to dig into. But in a nutshell, it's all about sock sock puppets and spies. To quote the formidable Matt Taibbi, uh, without getting lost in the details again, suffice it to say that agents from the FBI, the CIA, CISA, and other non-governmental organizations conspired with Democrat politicians and liberal media outlets to create fake news operations. They then promoted this fake news with fake accounts so that they can then point to the spread of this fake news and use it to justify illegal censorship of accurate information. Friends, this takes the, the create the problem, provide the solution paradigm to a whole new level. Uh, this is information warfare at its finest. And as I was digging into this, uh, interestingly enough, much of the effort appeared to be orchestrated. The much of the Hamilton stuff related to Hamilton 68, it appeared to be orchestrated via the uh, the Global Engagement Center. And the Global Engagement Center is another deep state apparatus signed into existence by the smooth hand of Barack Hussein Obama via Executive Order 13721. Now, it's no surprise 
that this agency has been likened to Orwell's Ministry of Truth by none other than the Air Force Law Review. Back in 2018, they're like, this is kind of like Orwell's Ministry of Truth. Uh, They are the self-proclaimed arbiters of truth. They are diligently hunting down fake news that their partners likely produced so that they can conjure up some, you know, state-of-the-art propaganda for the purpose of preempting disinformation and reprogramming the American public. Friends, you cannot make this stuff up. But again, we the peasants of the world have been none the wiser. So the question is, where do we go from here, Luke? You know, come on. What are we going to do about all this? And I have this, you know, to say, really from my heart. I believe that in this mixed-up crazy world, in this epic battle for the hearts and minds of humanity, I believe it all must come back to human connection. When people don't know what to think or who to trust, especially online, it really boils down to our personal relationships. And if you know someone personally and you share the truth you can trust with them, they are much more likely to believe you as a friend than some government internet propagandist. And that said... Uh, let's not lose sight of the fact that the government has long been scheming to capture the public's attention with all sorts of fancy new gadgets, and, and therefore we definitely have our work cut out for us, friends, and resist we must, and that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, don't be shy. Please share this far and wide. If you're enjoying this podcast, please go to thetorchreport.com, find the little heart, uh, click the little heart, give me some love, subscribe if you have not subscribed already, and of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wild Wednesday. Stay wise, and I'll look forward to talking to you. Soon.